Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your healthiest and leanest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. I am your host, Lucky Seawine, and let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Uh, today, we have a special guest, Fit Vegan super mom, Kyla. Uh, Kyla, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm excited. You know, I, I, I said this before we started recording. You uh, you made a post on Instagram about your transformation. as like, you're going to go down in history as a person who's had the highest reverse diet. And so for the people listening, Kyla came in at 132 pounds. She wanted to improve her body composition, went down to 120 pounds. And then we did her reverse diet, which is basically speeding up the metabolism to maintain a new body and uh, slash lean bulk. And she went up to 2,700 calories, <laughs> which is what most men eat to maintain their weight. This is what Kyla was eating to maintain her weight. Yeah, um, keeping so, up with everyone else. <laughs> you were. Yeah. I so said, you're going to go down history. You definitely, I don't think I'll ever have someone that was be as high as you in terms of food. I, I hope so for someone else. But yeah, you're definitely up there. So I'm excited to have you on the podcast today and kind of for people to hear your story and how you navigated the program with work, a family and and how you made everything work out because time seems to be the issue for a lot of people. And I know you have a busy schedule and you're still able to, to make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, time uh, being a busy mom and having two kids and working full time. Uh, I don't really have a lot of free time to just be sitting around. So I want something done. I gotta, yeah, I just have to make it happen. Yeah. And so just for the people listening, do you mind kind of sharing a little bit of your background? What do you do for work, lifestyle, kind of what that looks like so they have a better understanding of what you had to navigate to get this done? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I work in healthcare. Uh, I'm an x-ray tech. Um, I work full-time, 40 hours a week. And uh, then I've got two kids as well. So working full-time, my husband works full-time and then just having two kids running around, um, you know, it's, it's busy, busy lifestyle. Um, my daughter is five and then, um, I have a three-year-old, uh, son. So he's in, well, turning three next Saturday. So busy, oh, awesome. busy. Yeah. Awesome. So they're, so they're keeping you busy. You don't have a lot of extra free time. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I'm curious with, with having to work full time and, and having your two kids, where were you at before joining the program? Because I know you're already eating healthy before coming in. Yeah, so we were already eating pretty healthy. Um, and then working out, but not being super consistent with working out. And we were always kind of working out in the in the evening. And my husband was kind of working out with me, but we weren't consistent at all. It would, you know, we would take one night off because it was a long day at work and you were tired. And then I had the kids, you know, up late or getting into bed on time. Um, so by the time that we were working out, it was like eight o'clock at night. And mm. by the time that eight o'clock rolls around after working full day with two kids and mom duty, like the desire to work out is just pretty much next to none. So we were working out, but not being consistent. And then once one workout would, you know, drop off for the week, it's like, oh, well, we'll just, we won't work out for the rest of the week. We'll, we'll start fresh next week. And then, you know, one week would turn into two weeks. And then sometimes it'd be like a month of us not working out. Yeah. So it was, it was we were trying to, you know, try our best, try to stay healthy and stay active, but you know, life and kids were getting in the way and just not yeah. being super consistent with it. 
Yeah, that seems to be a common pattern. Once you miss one, it's easier to miss the second one and go like a week without it and then a month without it. Yeah. And then that first workout is always the worst after taking that amount of time off. And, you know, yeah. trying to get back on that train again is way harder. Yeah. And and so you mentioned, like, obviously you're eating healthy before. I'm curious what that looked like before you came into the program, because I know it's a little bit different now. Yeah. So I was plant-based, you know, no emphasis on protein. Um, I was not tracking my food at all. And, you know, the stereotypical first when you go vegan, you know, oh, you'll just, you'll hate your protein. No worries. Like, yeah, you're going to get protein, but you're not, if you're not tracking it, you know, you're definitely not hitting your goals. And it was, you know, lots of variety of fruits and vegetables, but I was using, you know, cook things you put all oil on it and you know not measuring just you know kind of like glugs of oil before throwing stuff in the oven and you know it's was kind of mindlessly like throwing extra calories in there and using like lots of nut butters like nut butter sauces um which are all delicious but you know if you're trying to hit any sort of a fitness goal um you know the calories can add up really fast yeah yeah and yeah which right now you can't handle because you can you have to eat so much food yeah Um, (laughs) And, and so I'm curious, like, what was your, your, your headspace or where were you at before you started, like before you reached out? Because, you know, you're working out inconsistently, but still had a somewhat active lifestyle. You're eating healthy food, making good decisions. So I'm wondering like, what was the, the few struggles that you wanted to address before coming in? Yeah. So having two, you know, young kids, I guess kind of like my mom headspace was, you know, everyone had to be taken care of. And, you know, mom was always the last one, you know, like right down to like, you know, everyone's meals were served and like, you know, I'm normally the last one eating or eating on the go. So I had to spend a lot of focus on my family and taking care of everyone else, but had kind of slipped away from, you know, taking care of me and making sure that I was taken care of. And, you know, we're kind of mid pandemic when I started and, you know, we weren't really doing a whole lot, you know, like socially and, just kind of, you know, struggling, not feeling super confident in the way I was looking and um, just kind of struggling that way. So I just wanted to kind of get some more self-confidence, feel better about the way that I was looking um, and feeling too. And yeah, just trying to, you know, be a better version of myself so that I could, you know, be there to take care of my kids and feel better doing it. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a question because I I feel like it's a, a recurring theme that I've had with other moms that came on the program so you know like uh, stacy sunila other people that damaris that came on the on the podcast the aspect of prioritizing your kids first and putting yourself last seems to be some of the initial reasoning behind why they couldn't reach their goal but then they realize that they could prioritize themselves and their kids at the same time is that a realization that you've had going through this process oh yeah completely and i feel like i can be you know, like a better mom and more present when, you know, I put some time and energy in myself, you know, after, you know, waking up, getting my workout done, you know, it's energizing to start the day. You know, I just feel like I, you know, like I fill up my cup a little bit. So I've got more to give to my kids and yeah, just feeling better about myself. I just feel like I have more energy to give to them and more time um, to spend with them. Yeah. So it's possible to do both prioritize yourself and your kids yeah absolutely yeah beautiful i'm curious if you had any uncertainties before before joining us right because 
I'm this guy on Instagram and it's all online and we've never had the opportunity to meet in person yet, which will happen at one point, but you know, just, we connected on Instagram and that was kind of our first interaction. I'm curious if you had any uncertainties before joining. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you see, you follow these Instagram accounts, you have no idea who's behind them or, um, you know, who's, who you're sending your money to. And I don't know if you remember when we first reached out, we had the call and then I'm pretty sure I messaged you like 20 more times asking questions and, you know, who are you? What's your qualifications? And, you know, there's obviously doubt when you're sending money, you know, over the internet to someone you've never met. So yeah, but once after talking to you and kind of realizing, you know, you're a real deal and you're a real person and, you know, there are people who have done it before you. Yeah, it was a little bit easier to kind of jump in. And then, you know, once once you get set up and get all your things sent to you, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this was a good, <laughs> this was a good decision to make. <laughs> good well yeah because you're almost like uh almost a year february 1st will be one year uh, yeah. of us connecting us starting to work together yeah. which i'm really happy you did because you, you've had amazing results so i'm really happy yeah. that, that you, you made that jump oh i'm really happy too yeah it's hard to believe it's only been a year it's blew by i know yeah i um i'm curious because you've you absolutely crushed it over the past year and you just mentioned that there was a bit of inconsistency with workouts with you and your partner and training in the evening. Has that changed anything for him? Has he been more accountable with fitness or is he still in the same boat as before? No, he has been actually. And uh, we kind of, you know, we joke around with each other now. So if he's, you know, slacking a little bit, I'm like, oh, you gotta, you gotta get up. You gotta do it. Like you gotta get your butt out of bed. And yeah, he's definitely been more consistent too. There's still some days where, you know, he's just not feeling it and he'll work out later in the day. So we just, we just like to tease each other. It's kind of like a game now <laughs> who, who gets their butt out of bed and gets to work out downstairs. So, yeah, I, that's a good game to have with your partner. I'm yeah. happy that, that it's had that impact on him as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. transitioned over. So, and even on, you know, holidays talking about, you know, potential workouts and stuff like planning that ahead and, kind of, you know, teasing him, are you going to join me in? <laughs> yeah. He has yet to join me on a holiday workout, but we will see. I'll get him eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You will. I know you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, going back to like, again, almost a year ago, I don't know if you, if you remember, I'm, I'm just very curious to know what allowed you to get quick wins when you first got started, right? Because that's the most challenging part is like, oh, we're changing our nutritional structure. We're training, we're changing the training. We're being consistent with it. What was it that made a major difference in you getting some of those wins? Mm, uh, meal prep was super convenient, having everything, you know, on the go and having it prepped ahead of time. So if we're busy with the kids. It's in the fridge and just grab it, go. And just knowing like what to eat too. Like we were, or especially like we were notorious for, you know, eating the kids' leftovers on their plates. Like, I don't know why we do this as parents, but like, you are not obligated to finish your kids' leftovers. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't on the meal plan, I wasn't going to eat it. So, yeah, and it, that's that's changed too. Um, you know, I don't do that anymore. I don't feel bad about it. Like, you know, if the kid doesn't eat half their apple, I don't need to finish the apple. Like, I'm not hungry. Like, there's no need for that. So, just knowing like what to eat and having it prepared, and knowing like you know this is what I should be eating, um, was really helpful. Yeah, powerful. Well, you know what? I, I because it is a common thing that comes up amongst moms in the program 
My parents just call those leftovers. You put those in the fridge, you finish it at the yeah. next book because you didn't finish it for this one. Right? Yeah, like the yeah. apple, you can put it in the fridge, you wrap it up and it's good. It's your snack for the next one. We, we'd have a yeah. ton of leftovers growing up. <laughs> yeah, just go find one of your leftovers from the fridge and eat it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how my parents did it. I had a lot of leftovers. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm curious, like, obviously who you who you are as a person has changed a lot, right? Just from our first conversation to now to the habits that you have in terms of working out, meal prepping, how you make decisions when you eat out, how you structure your day and your food has, has changed a lot. What what do you think has been the thing that's been the most valuable for you over this past year that you've learned that's really made a big difference? Um, like physically or mentally? Uh, let's or do both. both. Let's both. do both. So physically, like having a plan to follow, really. I've never really followed a plan before. Like we would you know, do like online workouts or just, you know, not really structured for anyone um, mm. and kind of, you know, follow that here and there and not really having any sort of goal of muscle building or cardio or so I think just knowing like what to do now and, you know, you don't need to kill yourself with cardio, you know, lifting weights, a little bit of cardio, you know, and you'll reach your goals. And as long as you're challenging yourself the weights and switching it up, you know, you'll see results. And then I think mentally, um, just being more realistic about seeing results. Because before you always hear like, oh, you know, follow this program 21 days, you're going to have you know, your dream body. You know, that, yeah. that, that's a marketing scheme. Like there is there's no way. Yeah. And just being more realistic and patient, you know, about when to see results. Yeah. Like yeah. it takes time. No one's going to get the dream body in 21 days. Takes you years. Know. <laughs> yeah. Like take the time. It takes time to build muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I actually have to tie that into something because... A lot of women have a fear of lifting heavy weights, right? And you actually went on the other side of going into a lean bulk, right? So actually going to calorie surplus and, and working on packing on muscle. Did you become super bulky within a short period of time? No. <laughs> and I'm still working on putting on more muscle. Right. It is a lot of effort to put on a lot of muscle. And and I just I just laugh when I hear the fears like I don't want to lift weights to get bulky. Like, don't worry, it's really hard to get bulky. Yeah, you don't, yeah. Your muscles will not, you know, double in size overnight. It's yeah. I'm working hard on growing muscles and yeah, it's not happening overnight. Yeah. Uh, I I'm curious, um, you know, a lot of people talk about changing their habits. Right. And that being the big difference. So you talk about like the 21 day and get the body of your dreams. I've shared this with you and a bunch of members from the group. It's like, if I get to snap my fingers and give you the body that you want, you'll lose it in no time because you don't have the habits and the decision-making skills to sustain that. Do you feel like you've acquired the habits and decision-making skills to sustain the body that you have now and to continue progressing? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just being in the habits for a whole year, you know, it's definitely set the foundation. Um, and most of these habits I don't even think about now. Like, you know, alarm goes off 4.30, wake up, get your workout in. Like, I don't even have to think about it. There's times when I don't want to wake up at 4.30, mm-hmm. but I still do it <laughs> because it's, you know, just built into our routine now. You know, I'm meal prepping. And once again, it's just into the schedule. Like, I get groceries on the weekend, meal prep on the weekend. It's all, I really don't have to think about it anymore. And yeah, eating out... You know, and you've talked about this in the past before. It was always like eating out, like, oh, it's just something that, you know, you don't really get to have at home or, you know, it's like a treat or, um, which, you know, I still have treats, but I definitely find myself leaning towards healthier options, like picking 
you know, more vegetable forward, you know, not going for, you know, burger and fries or, you know, pizza, things like that. Yeah, just and overall just wanting to be a healthier version of myself. So I'm I'm not going to those bad decisions where, you know, you go to the store and pick up a bag of chips, right? You're just kind of naturally leaning forward to healthier options for yourself. Yeah. I, I want to address the the waking up at 4.30 in the morning because I can imagine people hearing this and be like, oh my God, there's no way I'm going to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to do my workouts. Were you someone that would wake up at 4.30 in the morning before you started this program to work out? No. And I would see those people <laughs> right now laughing and saying, there's no way I'm waking up at 4.30 to get those workouts done. But, yeah. you know, I had to just make it fit in the schedule. And, you know, I was with two kids. By the time that, you know, they were in bed, I didn't want to work out. And mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, continuing the program and doing my workouts, because I didn't start the program doing workouts in the morning. I was doing them no. in the evening. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was long and I wasn't really looking forward to that. And I just knew that if I kept doing that, I was going to set up myself, my, I'm going to set myself up for failure. Um, mm-hmm. I was hating it and, you know, I was getting snappy with my kids, like go to bed and mom's got to go work out, which is, you know, that's not fair to them. It's not fair to me. So I just made the switch and it's, you know, it's not even an argument now. It's just, it's just habit now. Yeah, I think when I remember a conversation I had with you about that is you said, I'm going to try working out in the morning because then at nighttime or the evening time, I can just have quality time with my family without having to worry about my workout. And I thought it was really powerful. You just get it done in the morning and then the evening time, you just get to spend quality time with your family, which ultimately that's that's what like life is about, spending yeah. quality time with people you love. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, when, I, when we come home, we can go for a walk, you know, enjoy dinner. You know, be stress free. And once the kids get, once the kids go to bed, me and my husband can, you know, spend time together and, you know, just relax, catch up on the day, you know, get some good one-on-one time with us as well. So yeah, beautiful. I'm really happy you did that because that inspired other members to do the same. They're like, oh yeah, I get to spend quality time with the family without having to stress about like powering, channeling the energy to do a workout in the evening. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. if people haven't tried working in the morning, I do recommend it. <laughs> Yeah. But that, how hard was it at the start to transition? Oh, it was so hard. Yeah. I would moan and groan and I'm pretty sure I had snooze a couple of times. And then, yeah, once, once you start, it, it gets easier. There's still some days where, you know, you don't want to, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, you just get it done and then it feels so good. Yeah. Well, your, your discipline consistency is what allow you to have this level of success with your transformation, right? That's what makes a big difference. So I'm really happy that you switched to mornings and that you stuck with it. I, I would love to chat about your reverse diet because you basically you completed the full fit vegan blueprint, right? You did the fat loss phase. We did a reverse diet and moved into a lean bulk. So we went even like an additional step for with yeah. you of doing the lean bulk. So for just quickly for people listening, reverse dieting is a process where we speed up your metabolism to allow you to maintain your new body and eat more food, right? And so for Kyla, I think your first meal plan with us, I think it was like 1,800 calories or 1,700. Yeah. Like you were out there. Yeah, I think around there, yeah. And then we went in a deficit. So before you came in, I think 1,800, if I remember your comments correctly, that was a lot of food when you first came in. Yeah. Yeah, I remember all the lentils. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the first meal plan, I remember you saying, holy shit, that's a lot of food and I'm in a fat loss program. 
I was like, yes, it's normal. You'll get used to it. Just eat as much as you can. And now after doing the fat loss, you're eating 2,700, which is way more than you came in eating at. I, for you, how was that process of increasing your food and dealing with the fact that you're not going to put on fat, but it's so counterintuitive to what we were taught of like eat more food, you gain weight. Yeah. Well, initially, you know, when you say you get to eat more food, you know, there's kind of like that excitement. like, Oh yeah, more food. But then, you know, there's always that kind of little bit of, you know, you're just a little bit scared. You're like, well, like, you know, we've been taught if you eat more food, you'll put on weight. So it's definitely a little nerve wracking, but you know, I just, I followed the process and I, you know, ate what I was told to eat. And I was I was shocked every week when you're like, hey, increase your calories, here's your new calories, and then I, you know, weigh in and, you know, either weight would stay the same or it would drop. And I would like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> we'll keep with this process and yeah, see how it goes. Yeah. And you ended up at 2,700. How was it for you to get used to that amount of food? Remember, like, it was the initial, right? Like, holy shit, this is a lot of food to eat. Yeah, it, uh... It definitely took some shifts of how to get that much calories in, you know, like switching to soy milk and smoothies instead of almond milk. And yeah, just, it was a, it was a switch for sure. I remember a couple of days where we were busy with kids and I, you know, didn't eat. And by the end of the day, I had like, I was like 2000 calories to eat still. And it was just like, or not by the end of the day, sorry, I'm like keeping hugely that, but you know, just not getting my proper meals in. Yeah. Um, and then still having a ton of calories at the end of the day and f- trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to get this amount in, you know, I would eat dinner and then still have an extra calorie. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have some oatmeal and, you know, we'll throw in some almond butter and some cherries and hemp seeds and chia seeds and just, you know, just trying to bulk up the calories as much as possible. Yeah. It, it becomes a challenge in itself to eat that much food and you have to be so much more organized than people think like it is a lot of work to eat a lot of food. Because if you don't eat a lot in the morning, like you got to eat everything at night, which is not always fun. It sounds fun, but it's not. (laughs) It's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much food. Too full of a stomach to a bed on. Yeah. And I think it was like two months in or three months in, you're like, I'm actually hungry now (laughs) at 2,700 calories. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've stabilized now. I'm pretty, I feel pretty content most of the time with eating, but yeah, it's, it's, a good amount to you know kind of play around with too if you know you're hungry you can have a couple cups of strawberries instead of you know more calorie dense food so yeah that's also good around to play around with that's the proof that your metabolism can adapt and that your stomach can adapt to the amount of food that you eat because you know at one point like yeah i I was expecting you to be hungry at 2700 calories because your stomach eventually adapts and it's not as much food as it used to be for the volume you can handle it yeah yeah so i'm curious was there anything that you achieved over this past year of being in the program that was unexpected for you that you didn't think that you were going to get out of this when you first started? You know, working on mindset, I feel like I've become calmer. <laughs> you know, having kids run around all the time can be a little high stress, but just, mm-hmm. you know, changing your mindset and, you know, having things reevaluated, you know, and if it's not an urgent priority, just kind of realizing that, you know, it's not high stress. If the kids are yelling, like, you don't need to be stressed. And, you know, meditating has definitely helped, you know, calm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You don't need to react right away. So, no. And entering a fitness program, you know, you think you're going to get the meal plan and the workouts. But also changing, you know, just behaviors, like how you react to situations. I never thought that that's what we would be getting um, out of this as well. 
Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you took advantage of it and you took it on because I think that's what made a big difference because the reverse dieting process and the fat loss phase really comes down to like you, you guys like trusting me and knowing what I'm doing. And sometimes the brain just is like, oh, no, like, I think I should be doing this. And it's like, no, we you tried this before, before you started with me. Let's do this path. I know this works. <laughs> We're going to get yeah. you there. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, trust so, the process. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really happy that you worked on the mindset aspect. I'm curious to know how helpful was the Fivian tribe for you? The members, the accountabilities, the calls, the or the replays? Yeah. Yeah, I watched a lot of the replays, but it was super helpful. And just hearing, you know, other people going through the same thing as you as well. You know, on those days where the scale is not agreeing with you and seeing, you know, other people are having the same struggles. Yeah, it's really, it is really helpful, honestly. And just, you know, having someone to reach out to if you have a question, just that kind of that, you know, you have a, a support backing you through the whole process. It's just nice to know. It's, you know, a good community just to feel like it's kind of like a group, you know, like a group effort. And, you know, other people are doing the same thing as you. You're not the only person, you know, trying to improve your body and your mindset. Yeah, it was just really nice to have other people, you know, know just kind of that feeling that you know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that. So I always like to ask these questions. If you had, so if there's someone listening that is in your position before you started, so mom of two working full time, that doesn't think that they can prioritize themselves and their kids. If you had the opportunity to talk to this person, what is something that you would share with them? Now you being on the other side and being like the before and after success. I would just say, you know, if you don't think that you can do it, you totally can. It's, you know, if you, if you want to do it bad enough, you will make time, you will find time. And, you know, like I did not lessen like the care or, you know, I did not, ignore my kids at all during the process you know I made it work within our schedule you know I'm not less of a mom for doing this program I'm actually probably a better of a mom for doing this program and you know that and the kids will too benefit from this as well like they they see the healthy choices that I'm making you know and I want to be the best version of myself and I want to be the best mom that I can be for my kids and I just want them to have a good role model like you know mom she eats well and she's strong and she's you know patient and takes time for herself but also can take care of the family yeah just you know if anyone's doubtful about doing this program you can totally do it if i can do it anyone can do it yeah that's why i called you a fit vegan super mom at the beginning yeah. <laughs> right you want to be a super mom like your kids already know that and they they as much as we you can say things to them they'll see you and your actions are going to be so much louder I don't know if your kids were doing that, but I was training with uh, Bobo, who's a member of the Fivian tribe when I was in Vancouver, and her daughter would come and do the animal flows with us, and she would do lunges with us, and she would like copy her mom, and it was so cool to see them kind of like bond like that through fitness, and like their food, they were cooking together, and it was really cute to see. So like you're having a huge impact on on your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if our schedules have to get shifted a little bit, we'll do uh, weekend workouts and, or I will do it by myself and, you know, kids will go get on their, their workout gear. Um, so we'll put nice. like, t-shirts on and shorts on, even, you know, last week it was minus 40. Kids put yeah. on shorts, they come downstairs to work out and yeah, they're, you know, like lifting the lightest weights that they have there. We're working out with mom and yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah. It must be such a cool feeling. Like it just fills my heart to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah. And knowing that, 
you know, like I didn't have that growing up. My parents, they didn't work out. Like fitness was never an emphasis growing up. We did sports and everything, but you know, we didn't, they didn't lift weights. I didn't, you know, I didn't know this was a thing really growing up. Yeah. So for them to see it and make it a priority, like I want them to be the healthiest versions of themselves growing up. Yeah. So knowing that I can impact them that way is, is really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you don't know, like on the impact you're having on your husband and the people around you that are noticing the change and decisions you're making, like it's huge. It goes far beyond just your transformation. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like working with moms because you guys are the powerhouse of the home and you get to impact everyone, which is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. They get to eat the food that we cook. and <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Or else cook your own food. Eat this or cook yeah. your own food. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule in our house. Yeah, if you don't eat what's cooked, yeah, <laughs> you're home. Yeah, beautiful. Well, Kyle, I just want to say I'm really proud of you. You absolutely crushed it. I know you've inspired a lot of members in a tribe. You've inspired a lot of people to also reverse diet because you also show what was possible to others, right? Reverse dieting was, if I'm not mistaken, a new concept to you when you came in as well. And yeah. You know, for you to for, for you to trust me and to go through that process and end up having to eat like two thousand seven hundred calories to maintain your body, like it's a hard psychological process to go through because it's like, oh shit, I'm eating, I'm basically eating the equivalent of what a man eats, but I'm not putting on weight, right? And so trusting me for that and you know be- reaping the benefits from it, you've also inspired a lot of people to do the same thing because you allow other people to do it, which is also securing their transformation. So I just want to say thank you for that. You've had a, a greater impact on what you think you've had. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I could convince people like the reverse dieting. It's the coolest concept. I can't believe I didn't know about it before. Yeah. It's incredible how yeah. you can reverse out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. like, you're good now. Like you're, I know you're doing another mini cut from now and getting ready for the summer and all that. Like you do yeah. another reverse diet of that and you get to maintain it. Like it's, that's such a beautiful concept. It's just, not a sexy thing to promote. (laughs) We're not going to lose weight, but we're going to increase your food and you maintain your body. So I'm happy that you went through it. And I just want to leave you to the floor if there's one last thing that that you want to add for, to me, the members, the people listening, if there's any last message that you'd like to share. I I really like to thank you for your program. It has really changed my life and like gained so much more than just a fitness program, like my confidence, Everything has, you know, gone up. I'm making healthier habits. So I'm really glad that I joined the program and had this time. And yeah, I would just really like to say thanks to you. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. And I'm really happy that we got to spend the last year together. And it's not the end. When I do my little event this year in LA, you and your husband are invited to come over. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and for the people listening to the podcast right now, I made it all the way till the end. If you're interested in having an amazing transformation like Kyla, reverse dieting, speeding up your metabolism, there's a link down below where you can apply for coaching. Um, and just let me know you came over from Kyla's podcast and you heard her story and connected with her. So big thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to leave a five-star review and I'll see you guys in the next episode. And Kyla, thank you very much for jumping on the show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Segoin and on YouTube at FitVegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.